0: Hey listeners! In our podcast, we tell stories of true crime and hauntings. And these stories can sometimes contain gruesome and explicit details. This podcast is not intended for listeners who may not want to listen to the graphic description of true crime events. It may cause triggers. Our hosts are by no means experts on any subject matter they discuss. They're just two friends telling you true stories, from our home in the Pacific Northwest. Thanks and enjoy the show. Or don't. That's okay too.
1: Kezia, please light the Jesus. I don't mind if I do. We need to cleanse this area, your aura. We
2: need to cleanse the room from all spirits.
1: Kezia, how's it going, man? Pretty good. Do you feel do you feel okay about I feel great about
2: everything. Yeah. I'm really excited to share our whole adventure here and the things that
1: happened last night. Yes. Uh, I'm Darla. This is Kezia. And this is it's Radio Face Stories. is a podcast. <laughs> live from Victoria. From uh, the James Bay Inn. I mean, it won't be live when you listen to this, but we're live right now. We've set up our pod
2: lab. We've brought all our gear. It's set up in our hotel, kind of similar to home. Yep. But not. <laughs> <laughs> same, same but different. If you catch in background noises, it's because yeah. things are creaking.
1: Because we're we're yeah we're on, we're mobile right now. We're That's, mobile. We're on the
2: road. We're we're taking our pot on the road. <laughs> um When I picked Darla up yesterday there was a bunch of kids playing on the street and one girl was like
1: where are you guys going what are you doing well it was sorry to interrupt it was kind of a big deal that i was leaving because one out of 3 of my children were sobbing on the grass like it that was the true. end of end of life because oh. i was leaving <laughs> Um, so it was kind of a big scene for everybody outside. I felt like there were 30 kids on rollerblades. Yeah, there kind of was. Yeah. And it's, they, so they roll, do like the they're... slow drive out of the street and they're like lined on either side. And Yeah, we, just we had this really great send off. I felt like we were like royalty. Yeah, because they were
2: all, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Where are you going? And I was like, oh, we're going to go to Victoria to do a podcast. And the, this little girl was like, you travel to do podcasts? And I was like,
1: um. Well, I don't think people normally do, but we but do yeah. now. We are we are the mobile podcast because
2: we want to go. We want to go to the places we talk about. We want to experience the stuff. This is what we're doing for you guys. We're we're throwing ourselves into the haunted situation. We don't want
1: to just tell it. We want to live it. We
2: want to live it, and boy, did we love it last <laughs> night! <laughs> You'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a quick game?
1: Yes, let's do it. What game? Let's do. Uh, in honor of our special episode today, we'll do rock, paper, scary movies. Okay. Yeah? You ready? Yeah. Don't think. Just give her. Rock, rock paper, paper, The Child's Shining. Play. Oh, The but, Shining. Yeah, the takes Sh- takes We're in it. a hotel right now.
0: Right. I kind of thought
1: we were going to say the same one, actually. The reason why I said Child's Play is because that was the first scary movie I've ever watched. No, hey, you don't have to justify your no, shitty know, answer to me. <laughs> my shitty
2: answer. <laughs> Just joking. The
1: Shining takes the cake every time. Yeah. All right, won that one. No big deal. Okay, no. what
2: about okay? Ready? One more. We're doing another one. Yeah. Same
1: thing. One more. Yeah. Um, oh shit. Okay, rock, rock paper, paper. The, the exorcism catcher. of Emily Rose. You would have won if you just said the exorcism. You fucking fucked it by adding that. Okay, but have you seen that one? Yes, I've seen that one. I actually like that one a lot better. Better than the original Exorcist. Yeah, that movie actually. Psst
2: scared me and I like how a lot of it's taken place in the courtroom which was different actually the original exorcism is actually pretty dope
1: yeah it it really really is especially I'm sorry the exorcist
2: and when you said dream catcher? I said
1: dreamcatcher have you guys seen that no. so I didn't I don't know it's one that's always stuck with me it's not even a great movie but there's some really cool aspects to it and creepy moments that have always stuck with me and I find the actor that's in it really creepy for some reason and he's in other shows now that aren't scary movies and all I can think about is him in that movie uh Dreamcatcher is about a group of friends that go to a cabin that have been friends for a very long time and then it's weird shit starts to happen and it's like Oh, I don't even know. I can't explain it. It's going to be very inarticulate. Uh, look it up if you want to. I find it creepy. The ending's lame, but the rest of the movie's great. Uh, I think most of these movies that we've talked about, we need to watch together maybe. Yeah. Because I I would love to rewatch that Exorcism of Emily Rose That's with you. That's actually one of my favorite horror movies. Okay, I so we need like. to do that. Okay. okay. i Dreamcatcher. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess you win by default because you guys don't know my movie. Can we tie? Let's tie. Can we tie on a tie? Let's just tie in, and end it. We're we got sharing, of You know dialogue. what? We're sharing the story. To end on a tie makes sense. That all works. Yeah. High this five. is our first I feel like this is a high five moment. High
2: five. This is yes. our first story share. Well, yeah. It might end it might, story together. <laughs> it might I mean, end
1: in fisticuffs. Yeah. But we'll see. But it's okay.
2: But thanks guys. Um yeah, if you followed our stories, we're gonna repost some of them, but you definitely And
1: I appreciate the people that shout out to us ask if we survived the night and if we're okay.
2: Yes. (laughs) We're okay, guys. We're (laughs) alive and we're here. And we loved it. Yeah. I had such
1: a good time. I'm glad we did this. So let's talk a little bit about Victoria. Victoria is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm sure most of our, well, I'm sure some of our listeners have been here or live here. It's known as the Garden City. It's the capital city of BC, as we know. And it's one of the oldest cities in the Pacific Northwest part of its beauty i think is because it's retained a lot of its heritage buildings Mm -hmm. like the parliament buildings the empress hotel which has been here since 1908 wow um the chinatown is the second oldest chinatown in north america and of course the james bay inn where we are right now um is the third oldest hotel and it opened in 1911
2: and all these buildings that we're speaking about and Chinatown are are so beautiful. Like, so beautiful. If you haven't been here, you need
1: to come. And it is super haunted here. Oh, shit. But why, Kezia, is it so haunted? Well, let me tell you guys. Tell us. Um, experts say uh, cracks or ley lines in the Earth's surface beneath Victoria emit powerful magnetic energy that attracts spirits and magnifies their presence. So, and we've heard this from somebody else we talked to yesterday. The surrounding salt water and underlying bedrock... And then all the hills and mountains that wrap around this region um, all help to retain this like ghostly energy or Mm -hmm. paranormal energy that you feel. And you said you feel that when you come here previous times.
2: Yeah, I didn't this time, but generally when I would come to Victoria, as soon as I'm driving into the city, I get like a really uneasy feeling. And I remember mentioning this to a few people and... Someone had told me that it's like it's a witch's hub. There's a lot of witchcraft activity here and like dark, dark energy. And then I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because I feel like I pick up on that stuff pretty easily. Mm -hmm. But now I've always kind of been wary about it.
1: And I'm kind of on the other side. Like, I think this stuff is, is, I do pick up on it, but I ignore it. I block it out as much as possible, I do not give it any attention. So I've never admitted to feeling anything like that. I'm just looking for Lululemon or whatever when I get here. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to go buy some shoes later. Yeah, we are. So another thing that helps to support why Victoria is so haunted is the fact that more, more than any Canadian settled city, Victoria is literally built on top of thousands of bones of the Coast Salish First Nations peoples who had established communities in the area long before European settlement. So... I mean, that's not a good start. No. No, that's not cool. There's massive burial
2: grounds everywhere, as this area was once one of the most populated corners of pre Columbia North America. Rocky Point Peninsula has 515 visible burial cairns, one of the largest mortuary landscapes on the northwest coast of North America.
1: Sorry, what? A cairn? What's a cairn? A cairn. A cairn?
2: Cairn. So, cairn. A cairn, <laughs> a cairn is a pile of rocks about two and a half feet high and generally they're built along the shorelines because there's an abundance of rocks and loose stones they make it easy for these types of burials. so basically a body is laid on its side and then either burned sometimes burned and then it's covered with a layer of earth and then a pile of stones is placed around the corpse. Okay. And then they cover it with more dirt and like cobblestones. Okay. So it's a specific type of like grave? It's a, yeah, it's a specific grave. That's neat. Yeah, it's not, they don't dig, they don't dig the grave to bury the body, they kind of lay it on top. So there's like, there's tons of these all over the city, especially on Rocky Point. And also there's been like lots of construction crews up until the 80s would be destroying these burial mounds because they had no idea what they were. Right. And I also found some stories on Reddit that Victoria's oldest cemetery is buried under the Johnson Street Burger King. I don't know if anyone knew that. We need to
1: go get a Whopper on the way out, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a
2: haunted whopper? And then there are also 1,300 skeletons buried under Pioneer Square. It used to be a main cemetery, but in 1908, the city decided to clean up the square, and then they removed most of the headstones, and nobody knows where they took them.
1: That's so messed up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they carted them away, and then at the time, the workers were too lazy to move the bodies so they were just left in the ground nameless and remembered and then stuff is just built over so I feel like there's all over the city there's there's burials there's you know graves skeletons. Just unrest yeah. unrest everywhere and also apparently there's old gallows under bastion square where bodies used to be hung
1: oh man so there's
2: just all kinds of weird dark spooky stuff and I've heard also that there's devil cults um, an underground tunnels so there's apparently tons of underground tunnels f- throughout the city and like weird weird like devil satan shit going
1: on i don't i don't really like the satan shit no um okay so let's talk a little bit more about james Baton uh specifically so it's on government street um and it's like we said it's the third oldest hotel in victoria uh preceded by the dominion hotel and the empress only by a couple years so in It's always been a hotel, except for a few years during the war. So in 1942 to 1945, it was actually purchased by a religious order and was operated as St. Mary's Priory. And this is when I believe the hotel's most famous guest stayed, and it was Emily Carr. And she spent her final days here before succumbing to illness on March 2nd, 1945. So Emily Carr is a Canadian artist and writer who was inspired by the indigenous peoples of the Pacific Northwest Coast. There's actually a university named after her here, uh, Emily Carr University, and it is ranked among the top 50 art and design universities worldwide, and it's the top art and design university in Canada. So Emily Carr was born in 1871, and she happened to be born on Government Street. So she was born and then died on the same street 73 years later. It's like she was born like half a block from here, like right, just right down there.
2: That is so crazy. It is
1: kind of crazy. So I feel like if... Someone's spirit was to like stay around. Wouldn't you stay like literally the place where you were where you were born and died? Mm-hmm. That's kind of your that's like your spot. Yeah. What's <sighs> your zone? It's my zone. Yeah. So her house where she was born is known as the Emily Carr House, and it's a cultural heritage site now. So it's pretty. You can go in there? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. She okay. They, I found this really cool. I didn't uh, know about this. So she taught it the ladies' art club for very a very short time. That's here in Victoria and. It was less than a month because she was apparently unpopular amongst her students due to her rude behavior of smoking and cursing at them in class. <laughs> I kind of love that about her. Yeah, it's so pretty rad. yeah, another reason maybe not to we totally we totally her. go pro down with her. I would yeah <laughs> pro down <laughs> Emily. <laughs> uh, so then after she what you know her teaching career didn't <laughs> last very long, she's traveled um, and that's really I think where her her paintings started to you know it was inspiring for her when she traveled she in the ni- in 1910 she studied in paris she continued traveling throughout the 20s and 30s until suffering her fr- also sorry she had a monkey she had a pet monkey i just wanted to throw that in because
2: yeah there's a cool statue just a yeah out front of the empress there with her and her dog and her monkey
1: who the hell has a monkey i don't know that's rad but i tripped over the dog last night when i was trying to look at the monkey and that was hilarious <laughs> guys okay so sorry uh so she traveled 20s and 30s until suffering her first heart attack in 1937 then another heart attack in 1939 which ended up she had to move in with her sister here in victoria and then she had a serious stroke and another heart attack in 1942 so she's not doing so hot um and she was unable to travel at that point and that shifted her focus into her writing um, I believe she, so she published a book and I think she did, it, it did really well. She had gotten an award for that one. Emily Carr suffered her last heart attack and died on March 2nd, 1945 at the James Bay Inn. Shortly before she was to have been ro- awarded with the honorary doctorate by UBC. Carr is buried at Ross Bay Cemetery. Dun, dun, dun. Also guys, if you haven't checked
2: out her paintings, they're incredible.
1: They are. And there's, you know what, you can see how they change over, over, Time and her growth and her traveling really mm-hmm. influenced her paintings, and it's they're actually really cool yeah Super they're really unique. cool.
2: So apparently the room where she died in at the James Bay Inn is now the men's bathroom and in the pub in the
1: pub downstairs. Which I feel like this would piss her off. I think it does piss her off. It would piss me off if I you know I did all this awesome shit. I'm a I'm an amazing painter. I'm a writer. I'm a badass woman. And now you're gonna make my the place I spent my final moments into. A men's the men's dingy pub bathroom where there's like piss fucking house, gross, yeah, it stinks. Like, thanks, guys. And there's urinals. Like, at least you could have made that into anything but that. It could have been like a monument, at least. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I anyways. <laughs> so I think this kind of feeds into why she perhaps haunts this area specifically. And we did hear that if you badmouth Emily Carr in the James Bay Inn, more specifically in the men's bathroom. Some shit might happen to you. It's reported that people feel her, well, what they think is her grabbing their feet or their legs, uh, poking them. We talked to a man that's worked here for a little while, and he said that they, even just today, the romaine lettuce was sitting in in the kitchen counter, and it all of a sudden just fell off the counter. And they just looked at each other, and the other uh, guy working there just pointed up and said, Emily did it so weird yeah so I think it's a common theme to blame those weird things that are happening on on her
2: and someone else that he worked
1: with had their ponytail like pulled on (laughs) by someone so when I was here before it was here last uh summer and I spoke to a bartender here that unfortunately wasn't here yesterday but I've spoken to him previously about these things and he had a couple stories to share with me uh, he said when he was standing in the bar and there was no other worker there at that time, someone grabbed his thighs like two-handed. Whoa. Yeah, he's Whoa. like, I have felt those things. And another story was it was during the Canucks playoffs and they had a inflatable chair to raffle off. And so he decided to hang it um, off the roof of the pub as a decoration and also because he didn't want anybody to steal it, like run off with it. So he had tied it in three points and he's like i remember i remember tying it very specifically because i didn't want it to fall on someone and he said the very next day it fell in the middle of the evening and the knots were all untied so he's like nobody touched that i tied them up and he was adamant about that one he's like i know emily did that
2: well that's so creepy yeah
1: we've also (laughs) talked to an old gentleman that uh frequents the pub and he sits on this little bar near the men's and women's bathroom doors and right situated between the bathrooms is a painting of Emily Carr. And he said that painting has aged over time. He's come here for many years and it gets older, the That's face so in the weird. painting. We also took a picture of that painting.
2: Yeah super crazy okay so we were like joking about going in the bathroom and then like bad-mouthing her but I didn't really want to do it I didn't do it so me initially me and Darla went in there just to look around and then we went back in a second time because I was like okay fine I'll do it and as I was about to say something bad the lights like turned on and off so quickly it scared the shit out of me that I I like immediately ran out of the bathroom. We both we, screamed. Yeah, we screamed. We ran out. We, got, we have footage of that. If you guys watch the stories, you'll see, but we'll post them again. And Rebecca was on the other side and was like, what happened? Are you guys okay? And we're like, I was, immediately was like, you guys did that. You guys did that. She's like, no, we don't know what you're talking about. The bartender was like doing, going about his business. There was another couple sitting there like, what are you guys on? <laughs> and so I was like, okay. Rebecca, you have to come come and do it um, because she thought we were making it up and I thought she was behind it. So she came in the bathroom. Why don't you tell us what happened then?
0: I was in there for what? Maybe like 10, 20 seconds tops and then the light flickered and I was like, oh. Like it was, but
2: it flickered again just before you were about to say the first yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. that happened to you. That happened well. to like me. You were about to insult her and then it flickered. It,
2: fl- it went off. It went off, it off, and, off and on. on like twice really yeah. quickly.
0: And then I was about to say something and it flickered. Yeah. And then I think like the the bathroom, the toilet flushed. The to-
2: the one of the both urinals flushed. Both of them. Flushed. They both at the did. At they the not? same Yeah, they flushed at the same time. Ugh.
0: And then ugh.
2: <laughs> I Yeah, think that you guys did happen.
0: Like, you got to say something bad to her about her. And, and then she like, burned okay. her
1: deep only like a nice Rebecca could because the burns <laughs> were like, you know what, Emily Carr, I don't really like you.
2: Your paintings are mediocre or Yeah, it was like
1: not even a good burn. It wasn't a good burn. Guys,
0: those were sick burns. They were sick
2: burns, Thanks. actually. Super sick burns.
1: I can't remember what they were, but they're on video. She
0: was, I told her that she was overrated. Oh, yeah, that that's one's a,
1: a little bad harsh. Burn. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So this isn't my first uh, experience in the men's bathroom here. Uh, I have, Like I said, I was here last year, and I was with my sister-in-law and her friend, and we were kind of doing the same thing, joking about this Emily Carr thing and her, and her friend which I can't remember her name actually was like I'll do it I will insult Emily Carr and so in we go again and and she she burned her good I can't remember what she said but it was yeah it was a good one and the lights did not flicker and we actually did the same thing in the women's bathroom we didn't both just in case and then we joked about it you know had a beer and off we went on our way I get a phone call like 10 minutes later and the friend had headed to her car to go home and her f- her tire was flat so that's so I mean coincidental perhaps but she was the one that insulted Emily Carr it wasn't my sister-in-law or I and it was her her tire, yeah, her tire flat. was flat she phoned and was like to phone um happy that's my sister-in-law and was like my tire is flat I am not joking and yeah it was creeps I mean that's a weird coincidence you guys I think so too.
2: <laughs> yeah so that that was yeah that was the bathroom experience then we were on high alert for sure
1: it kind of took the jokey side of it out because then it was like it just got real real fast uh like I was on edge mm-hmm. after that yeah and also
2: before that happened like the first thing that happened when when we got here um initially when I came into the room I was doing like a video of coming into the room Rebecca setting up the the podcast stuff and my phone camera like switched directions on me I didn't touch anything and at that moment I was like okay like this this is real like something something's that's never
1: happened right before so what's your
0: overall feeling of this place so
1: far I love this place um I feel comfortable staying here. I find mm. it exciting and interesting to stay here. I'm not creeped out in a scary way. No. I find it fascinating.
2: Yeah, like we we all had good sleeps. Like no, nothing happened to Rebecca for badmouthing her. Um no one got grabbed in the night. Um I was I felt very comfortable and safe. And I
1: feel like if anything anything that has happened to us, we kind of brought upon ourselves. We came to this space and provoked and did anything we could to see what was going on. So it's not like I would say if you don't like ghosts don't come here I don't think that would it would affect anybody else yeah
2: I do remember though waking up in the night a few times and every time I woke up I was like I need to remember that dream because I had some weird dreams but but I was so tired because we were up quite late that I didn't I wasn't able to retain any of the the dreams but I do remember at one point I woke up and my hand, I remember looking at my hand because it was like elevated and I was like, well, that's weird, but I was so tired out of it that I just like went back to sleep. But it was, I felt like it was floating in the air above me. <laughs> oh like it was fuck. so weird.
0: Was it actually, like, suspended?
2: It was suspended. Like, it was, like – it was, like, I was laying on my – I was laying on my right side, and I was – my hand was, like, eye level. Like, it was not – um, it was, like, above where my head was. And I was, like, that's weird. But I was – like I said, I was so tired out
1: of it that I just went back to sleep. We walked for, like, three hours. After everything was shut down at 8, we just went out and walked around. And it was really peaceful and, and nice it was out there. beautiful there was out there. There was, like, barely any people – it was quiet. There was no wind or anything. No, and it we was really some nice. Amazing
2: pictures of the Parliament buildings, and we walked around the Empress. We were look, we were looking in the windows to see if we could <laughs> see any activity and nothing. And yeah, Fontainebleau. But then when we came back, so
1: this is where it gets really weird. So we decided before we went to sleep we would do one last walk around the halls of James Bay Inn. Uh, I almost didn't go because I was already in bed and I wanted to go to sleep but off we went and so we're on the third floor uh we wandered down to the second floor and the room directly below us uh as we're walking past it we noticed the door is open like not even quite half open and the light is on and it's just now it's like after midnight mm-hmm. on, a, like on a Wednesday yeah. like a mid like it's not busy in this hotel and the door's just open with the light on and at first we're like is someone just in there with the door like what the, what is going on and Kezi was brave enough eventually to just just slowly peek in and yeah. like we listened first there's no sound and there's no no one in there there was nobody in this room it was just right directly under us and the door was open the light is on there's nobody in there it's just nothing
2: the room it had one bed so we yeah we opened the door and we looked in one bed the blanket on the bed was pulled completely to the end of the bed and like draped over onto the floor and nobody gets out of a bed like that <laughs> like no I've never seen some like someone's laid in a bed and they've gotten up it's not like you get off to one side and you that's, get off to one side yeah. or it's crinkled but it was like perfectly folded over the back right and then the room key was on the nightstand and one of the garbage cans, had, two fallen garbage over. cans had not been knocked over so and we videoed all of this we stuff.
1: got yeah and we're like that's weird we kind of talked about it and we decided to head back up to our room as we come around the corner towards our door, we all, at the same time, see our door. It is open. Wide open. And we... Uh, yeah. We were all in shock. Even that was... That was freaky.
2: And and Rebecca says she usually, when she gets scared, her eyes water, but her nose started watering. Why don't you just talk about <laughs> how that so affected weird. you?
0: I just started... Yeah. I started shaking. Like, I was like... We all froze. Yeah. All of us. And we just... it, It was like a trickster Somebody for
2: sure was a on I us. remember you even saying like people know that we're staying at the James Bay
1: Inn that's yeah. what my first I was like we advertised that we're here yeah. someone's messing I was actually that yeah. that was more terrifying thought for me mm-hmm. but nothing, was nothing, was nothing was touched, touched.
2: Nothing. and I also thought I'm like well maybe the people here because we requested to stay on the third floor because that was supposed to be the most haunted floor they knew the room directly below us you know yeah i i thought people were playing tricks on us too but like the vibe from
1: the beginning since we have when we called to get a room here and talked about our intentions and stuff they they are very gracious but they're like there's nothing you know there's nothing there's nothing they don't they really don't lean or plane into this stuff at all um Mm -hmm. so that was that didn't yeah that wasn't really a concern of mine i didn't think it was like all the staff's messing with us plus the lady that was on at that time remember she was like I don't so like sweet. to know the stories. I don't like to think yeah, about it. It's because not... you were talking
2: about a kid in a rocking chair, and she was like, "No, no, no." She's no, no, like, no, no, "Don't no, no. tell me."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was cute. And then, so can we talk about this morning? Yeah. This morning we went down oh, again. We boy. wanted just to check the the room below us one more time to see like if the door's still open. And sure enough, that door's cracked open. But this time, the key is gone, and the TV is left on static. Yes. And that was enough for me. I, I mean, I took a quick picture, and I'm like, "There's, there's, there's nothing else to look here." I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't like static TV. It was, but
2: the door when we why thought, was it left on static last night when we went down there? The door was it was just open a crack, but when we went down this morning, it was actually open enough that you could look in and see the TV was on static. Remote con- controls there. The garbage can was still knocked over, and the room key was gone.
1: And guys, let's keep in mind that this is a small well it's not that small of a hotel but there's not many people staying here right now midweek in March during COVID there is not people here I didn't see anybody else staying on in that on that floor at the time we didn't bump into anybody like that, yeah. I don't know what's going on
2: yeah I, I don't have explanation I'm sure there's a perfectly good explanation we don't for got COVID, one. we don't got one but though we don't this is was just our experiences and it definitely like I've Yeah, I'm spooked a bit, but I'm also, like, stoked. I love that we did this and we came here. Very, very happy. Um, Should we shout out the guy downstairs?
1: I'm shouting out Derek Close. Uh, He works in the kitchen of the pub. This guy, not only is he a published author, guys, he wrote a book called Shattered Galaxy. He was more than happy to share some stories um, that he's experienced here and other places. Um, He also...
2: He's had first-hand encounters at the Bentmast yeah
1: um so of breaking glass breaking and flying off the counters um paper flying around the lights dimming uh he's had lots of experiences Mm -hmm. in victoria as well so
2: yeah so thanks for sharing your stories with us it was nice
1: talking to you derek and mark mark
2: the bartender he was great
1: tolerated us
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah we're gonna go we're gonna go do a couple more exploring spots and um yeah it's been a it's been a great experience D are you are you guys a believers now
1: i don't know i don't know either i don't know it's hard to make me believe anything yeah mm-hmm. but i'm open to it i love it mm-hmm. all right so we are going to take a small break and uh we'll come back with some more stories from a uh, ross bay cemetery and mm-hmm. thanks thanks guys thank you we never say thanks goodbye
0: hi it's rebecca from radio face stories This week we have a few shout outs. First goes to Pat Thiera, also known as Darla's husband, also known as our podcast patron. Pat, thank you so much for footing the bill of the hotel stay and we really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. The second shout out goes to the entire staff at the James Bay Inn from hotel, restaurant, right down to basement bar. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being patient with us. We asked you a lot of questions and you gave us a lot of answers and a lot of great hospitality. We will be back and everybody, please go. You won't be disappointed. And this week's third shout out goes to Emily Carr. Emily, thank you for turning up. And I'm sorry, I said a few things I didn't mean them, and I'd really appreciate it if we could maybe go back to being person and ghost who don't know each other. Cool. Enjoy the rest of the show. Does anybody want a
2: wine gun? Oh okay. yes, red one. Yeah. Is that your fave?
1: Mm-hmm. We
2: are entering the Ross Bay Cemetery it is 1:57 p.m. on Thursday March 18th 2021
1: we're currently searching for Emily Carr's
2: headstone this cemetery is how many football fields Rebecca
0: about this
2: is the biggest cemetery I've ever seen in my life.
0: West plot is up by the road. No, we're here. so
2: it's literally is like a jungle. Yes.
0: Where's the There's and a caretaker's this office. Way. This way. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Okay. So Fairfield. So behind us.
2: Yes. Um, Emily Cars. Oh, we're so oh, close. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I we were <laughs> We've got help. Cool lovely gentleman leading the way for us
1: thank oh. you so much thank you here Maybe we are i'm gonna come on this side
2: yeah so we've just located emily carr's grave
1: it's decorated with uh looks like gifts people have left painted, painted brushes rocks. yeah painted, painted rocks, rocks and a jar of paint water
2: There's lilies growing out of a daffodils should we read that on a headstone, it says, Dear Mother Earth, I think I have always specially belonged to you. I have loved from babyhood to roll upon you, to lie with my face pressed right down onto you in my sorrows. I love the look of you and the smell of you and the feel of you. When I die, I should like to be in you. Uncoffined. uncoffined unshrouded, the petals of flowers against my flesh and you covering me
1: up. Emily Carr. That's beautiful. So it's a quite a large plot, and it has actually. So it has a headstone that ha- says Emily Carr, eighteen seventy one to nineteen forty five, artist and author, lover of nature. It has the headstone with her, the quote that Kezia just read, and there's another headstone that has her father, Emily Richard, Richard which is her, Richard was the f- her husband, and then there was Richard, Edith, Elizabeth. Emily and, and Alice, Alice, so family members, all part of the Carr family, and it looks like it was donated by the Emily Carr Arts Center Society in 1981 in memory of the Carr family. Yeah. So I'm guessing like she's near the roadside, but it would have been one of the earlier graves here at the time. Um, so it'd be interesting to see wh- as we progress outwards what else, like who is where and why.
0: Isabella that. Ross
1: is she is she buried here? Yes, and her son.
2: Let's go find her so grave. The cemetery was opened map? in
1: 1873.
2: Okay, let's look at the map and find Isabella's grave, and we should also find James Douglas. Like he just
1: the take guy. us to all the good shit right now. He's Let the us guy. in your little c- tractor quad. Okay,
2: Sir, J- Sir James and Lady Douglas. So that's 16, which is um, James Douglas is right there. So let's go r- okay. over there in the corner. So go straight And then I think it's that one Maybe right there uh,
1: James Douglas and Hel- Helmiken
2: Born at Victoria February 8th 1858 Entered into his rest April 2nd 1919 Sir James and Lady Douglas He was Vancouver Island's Second governor And BC's first They lie in an underground vault Wow okay
0: Who
1: i would like to see isabella ross isabella ross number
2: nine which is here so back
1: she's down by the water
2: so this is the biggest cemetery i've ever seen
1: you guys all see that boy right not just me
2: (laughs) that boy yeah (laughs)
1: he's he's just
2: a normal boy
0: i know but he's sitting funny so a ghostly boy remember some of the stories darla was saying that there's like like a body's being dragged, did you say? Right,
1: yes. so the sounds of left bodies here. being dragged, uh, the smell of cigar smoke when there's no one else around. There's been sightings of a carriage, horse-drawn carriage, except it's not making any sound and it's not, it's kind of hovering above the ground. And most of the activity here happens during the day and it's actually closed up at night so you
2: can come in here at night. So look for the numbers on the ground too as indicators. The cemetery is right along the ocean side, and it's, I'd say it's like probably about a kilometer in length. And there's so many huge trees in here. It's actually quite beautiful. Plot
1: 51.
2: 51, are you sure?
1: Well, that's what it, oh, five?
2: Five, okay. So we're, side so, an so five, so we're here. So we need to go that way. Okay. I
1: think. I find that one kind of creepy—the big black one.
2: So. Yeah, that is creepy. That's creepy with like the weird moss growing on it. Ooh, can you hear the ocean? That's
1: amazing. So this is one of this is one of the older ones I've seen at this point. Died April fifth, eighteen ninety six. Henry Marr. And it looks like it's the headstone's been broken and repaired. So I think the bottom would be the original bit. It's, yeah, I wonder if like the ocean's
2: ever, um, the water's ever come up here and affected any of the graves.
1: I don't think so. They have the wall there.
2: But a rogue wave from Rage. a small tsunami from an earthquake from Forbidden Plateau. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I kind of want to go sit out there.
2: Number nine, number
1: nine. Okay. He's
0: a nice guy. We didn't ask him his name. His name's Rick? No,
2: that guy's Rick. Oh, I don't know. Uh, The like the man. ginger lawnmower guy.
0: Is he a ginger?
2: Yeah. So we've located, with the help of Rick, would you call him the groundskeeper? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Isabella Ross's grave. It's obviously been redone. It's beautiful. It says
1: wood? Uh, Yeah. Well, it's like the only one Let's that's up here. Oh no, there's another one over there. Take. The
2: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. There's also lilies growing out of it. <laughs> Those are daffodils, <laughs> or sorry, <laughs> that's what I meant. Um, and
1: so hers reads.
2: Here. Born oh, go ahead. You no, you I read, read the last one.
1: one. Here lies Isabella Mainville Ross, born January tenth, eighteen o eight, died in Victoria, April twenty third, eighteen eighty five. She came here in 1843 with her husband, Chief Trader Charles Ross, who was in charge of building Fort Victoria. After his death, she bought the land upon which you are standing for a farm. By doing so, she became the first woman to own land in what is now British Columbia. Very cool. It is very cool. Isabella, you're a legend. We're going to try to find her son's uh, headstone as well. and I believe it's across the path, it says. Yeah, and he was one of the f- first be buried here so i feel like because wasn't there a picture of an angel that looks like a headless a
2: headless angel right there let's go see if that's it also tidbit of information by the lawnmower guy um that the plots here are 20 grand for a plot to be buried here whoa this tree
1: stepping in muck it's a vintage arbutus i believe oh it's not headless this tree is amazing okay so we have located alexander ross which is isabella ross's son and also buried here is isabella's husband which is charles alex, charles ross. ross hudson bay company chief trader builder and some other members of the ross family annie ross wm l ross alex ross and mary Oh, Thomas was only four when he died. That little guy was only one month. Aww. So these are some of the oldest here, which I think is really cool. Yeah. How weird is it? Look, it. Is it this is another holly
2: bush. Mm-hmm. So remember when we were at the cemetery in Nanaimo, There's that biggest holly bush growing out of a grave. Yeah. The same thing's happening here. It's like holly bush. And it kind of looks like a hand... Like a hand and the fingers go up into the tree. Oh,
1: it does. That's really cool. Coming
2: out of the grave. Super cool. Take a picture of that. I also w- don't wouldn't want to come here at night. <laughs> I would not want to come here at night, I think, now. Neither would I. These trees alone would trip me
1: out. Uh, do you, either of you feel any sort of vibe here? No. Me neither. I, not at all. I feel okay.
0: It feels like a park yeah yeah
1: it's beautiful i think the sounds of of people the ocean and construction and people on bikes yeah it doesn't have a creepy sad death vibe it's nice Mm -hmm. it's peaceful here
2: it's peaceful it's very big we could literally spend hours here but my old back's starting to go
1: it's time to go yeah kezia our adventure has come to an end it
0: has been incredible,
1: back amazing, life, back, back to reality. Um,
2: it surpassed all my thoughts and dreams and wishes <laughs> and
1: expectations. And um, we, I'm piled, really... we piled, sorry, I keep interrupting you but just because I'm excited, but we piled a lot of stuff in a very short window of time. And I'm very proud of all of us. I'm proud of
2: us. We made it happen. And um, thank you guys for joining uh, along with us. Thanks you... for sticking
1: around and uh, joining this adventure. Yeah. One for the <laughs> books.
2: We we made some spooky memories.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that and
2: so <laughs> spooky spooky Um also if you guys do want to stay at the James Ryan 3rd floor, that's what's up. Yeah. Or actually what room are we in? 323. 323, that's the room with the door open, the one below us, it's two, the three, one 223. With... <laughs> two, but the, that was number no that's not right 323 and 223 there it is those are the spooky rooms i feel like well nothing's yeah anyways
1: no and if you just like a nice place in victoria victoria is a beautiful place come stay at the james bay inn they the are the staff are amazing Yeah. restaurants great pub is awesome the great food's place. incredible and i promise and everyone's super chill and nice here if you just think of emily Carr in a good light you won't get fucked with. You'll be fine.
2: And also, aesthetically, this place is one, it's of, the coolest, so cool.
1: it's one of the coolest hotels I've ever stayed in, for you guys, sure. I almost drank the Jesus candle. <laughs> Where's my drink? Are you thirsty? Oh, and if you're thirsty, head down to the pub and ask Mark for a Caesar.
2: Man makes a mean Caesar. He makes
1: a mean Caesar.
2: Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Derek. Okay, love Thanks you Starla. guys. Thanks, Rebecca. Oh,
1: and hey, before I blow out this uh, can- uh, Jesus candle, don't forget to review rate and share guys let us you know we've been getting a lot of good reviews and every word means so much to us we it really it. does it fuels our fire yeah that and sounds really perverted it-, <laughs> it makes us really happy to do what we're doing and know that you're enjoying our nonsense that we're making people
2: laugh and have a good time
1: and that's why we were doing
2: this and we're going to continue to do it if you guys love us so. okay
1: and now kezia is about to blow jesus
2: no you're blowing jesus on video oh, it's one. my
1: turn okay sensual
2: Cool. We nailed it. Love you guys. Thanks Bye. for joining in. chicka